Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode three of 10 Tolerable Tidbits. I am Ryan Kellett, and just like a nervous pledge at a frat party, we are chugging along here. The name of the game for today's episode is Confidence. And as someone who once was a twitchy, nervous, five foot seven middle schooler and blossomed, flourished even, into a zen, calm, and highly medicated 5'8 college student, I know plenty about the art of growing confidence. Three of the most confidence-building things I've ever done. Number one, developing a skincare routine. You could eat a sushi roll off this face, and I bet that sushi would clear your pores like a lonely teenager clears his search history. Number two, learning to say no more. Hey, Ryan, can you help put away the dishes? No. Hey, Ryan, I, I could really use your advice, man. I, I, I think I'm falling for this girl. Should I ask her out? No. Ryan, I, I could really use a ride to the hospital. Please, please, can you drive me? I, I need care immediately. No. That, that's been great for my self-confidence and for building more meaningful relationships around me, especially that last example. Uh, and finally, the third best thing I've ever done to build my self-confidence and the topic of this episode is engaging in social activities by myself. Now I know what you're thinking. I can practically hear your shrill, nasally voice coming through the mic back at me. Um, normally microphones just uh, take input volume and aren't speakers, but I got a special one where every time someone says something negative about the podcast, uh, it comes directly out of the mic uh, at any time. So I'll be sleeping, and then I'll just hear whispers from the mic on the desk. You know, it's like, whoosh, dipshit, not funny, and then a little whooshing noise. The thematic elements of your second episode were a little redundant. But anyway, I can hear you all saying, hypothetically, really, Ryan, do things by yourself. You're a loser, dude. You're going to die alone. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> doing social activities by myself is a confidence building because you learn to be independent and self-reliant. Uh, if there's a movie you want to see, whether it's an action movie or a coming-of-age rom-com that none of your friends want to see because they say it's girly, but it's got a mostly male cast and using the word girly means they're misogynistic and uncultured swine. Uh, but anyway, it could be a local diner you want to try. Uh, I don't know. I'm just going to throw one out there. Um, coffee shop. Maybe it's uh, an interactive erotic dining experience in New York in Midtown on 6th and 37th. The cluck and fuck. Uh, that's just, I'm, I'm spitballing here. <laughs> I don't, I, I would never. Um, so, so doing these things makes you feel more secure in yourself. Like you can go out and do anything you want and you don't need validation from your friends or your mother who definitely thinks you're the dumber kid because the other one was more of a bookworm. So that's reason number one to do more things solo is the confidence. Reason number two to go it alone is that if you do something absolutely embarrassing, no one's there to see it. You spill coffee on yourself, you, you trip on the stairs... You commit an accidental felony and are banned from seven states and you get a restraining order from a Wendy's. It's those small, innocent mistakes that you can make more comfortably without fear of people noticing. And if people do notice, they're strangers and they're not going to remember it. 
There are plenty of times when I felt like a schmuck somewhere because I waited in the wrong line to order food or I walked the wrong direction somewhere down a dead-end street and then I had to circle around clearly lost or I asked someone where something was in a store um, like a turtleneck or a headband or circular sunglasses. I, uh, I like to dress like a Swedish DJ uh, and, and that thing was directly in front of me. Uh, but in all these instances, I was a lonely schmuck. And I think it is always better and way more enjoyable to live life as a lonely schmuck. Another reason to try doing things alone more is to meet new people. Make some friends. Get out there. Mix and mingle, Chris Kringle. Uh, so I'm from the beautiful Midwestern state of Michigan, the Mitten State, which means a few things. If I ever make a mistake, whether it's a small little oopsie or a disastrous error with life-or-death consequences. It could be spilling a little bit of my ice cream cone or accelerating the rate of global warming by 300%. The first word of, out of my mouth will be ope. If we ever stop at the same time in a four-way intersection, you are getting the wave to go ahead. No exceptions. And if you graciously let me into your lane, you will get the wave. Thank you, okay? This is non-negotiable. And finally, being from Michigan means that I love small talk with strangers. It's fun. It puts everyone around you at ease. It brightens the mood a little. Who knows? Maybe you'll meet new friends, uh, especially if you're in some sort of a communal setting with a common interest or trait, like uh, a college dining hall, a football game, concerts on an airplane, or a, a prison cell, maybe even a space shuttle. Uh, and finally... The fourth and final reason to do things alone more often is sometimes you just need some alone time, or as I like to call it, one-on-one -on -one time with you and the old cranium. Uh, so whenever life is stressful or difficult or I just need to work through something, I take a walk, which is also a great song that I listen to when I take a walk. Uh, and I usually do it alone, and sometimes it extends to my other activities, you know, studying alone, eating alone, or... Uh, my personal favorite, uh, celebrating my birthday alone. Uh, no, but in all seriousness, sometimes the peace and quiet is nice for sorting through the mental clutter, the freshman year dorm room level messiness up in the brain, uh, because we all, uh, we all accumulate some mental clutter up top every now and then. Uh, but doing activities solo uh, can help us sort of open up that file cabinet and get things sorted out up there, uh, I'm, I'm assuming. I've never actually used a file cabinet, I uh, prefer to play a fun little game with my important documents and items called a needle in the haystack. But stepping out for a coffee alone, taking a quick walk around the neighborhood, even going to see a movie alone, or uh, watching football games at the big house in row 97 alone, those can be nice self-care activities. Uh, so the name of the game today is to go do it yourself. Thank you, everyone, and I will catch up with you next episode. Today's episode of 10 Tolerable Tidbits is sponsored by new Ballpoint Pens, the only pens that are 100% powered by the act of flat-out bawling. Not tearing up. No, no crying, weeping, or sobbing, but only bawling. New Ballpoint Pens, the teardrop one-stop shop for turning your wailing into words. The hit follow-up to the popular office product, Note Mad, Your Rage Fills the Page. That's uh, ballpoint pens.
Thank you so much for tuning in to 10 Tolerable Tidbits. I am Ryan Kellett. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or feedback about the podcast, uh, locate the nearest pigeon and duct tape a note to its wing. They know where to bring it. Uh, unless it's got a pale gray left wing. That's, that's Jonathan. It's his first week on the job. <laughs>